Relax. You're quite safe here. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it at cnjradio.com or you're subscribed on iTunes, leaving a comment and never missing one single episode. Thank you so very much, everybody. I appreciate it. All right. This is show number one of a mega epic 21-parter. Why am I doing 21 parts? Well, uh, to be quite honest, it's a publicity stunt. I'm trying to get some new listeners to the show, so I figured, what the hell, let's just do it this way. For you longtime listeners of the show, hopefully you come to expect a high quality of really super geeky music lists here. I've done shows like where I play Rock and Roll Hall of Famers covering non-Rock and Roll Hall of Famers. You know, all the way up to easy general stuff like favorite enders on an album i did a heavy metal soul episode i'm very proud of Uh, i've done a show with all cover songs where at least one original performer of the original song shows up on that cover uh you know just stuff that i like to do it keeps me interested it's just what i like to do as a music fan and to play these kind of lists for you lovely friends out there of rock strikes 10 in addition to that i've you know had my friends on the show like Nola, Chris, Logan, Randy, and then we just wax about stuff. And we, we come on the show, we talk about our favorite concert memories uh, or a particular list that one of them wants to do. It's it's a lot of fun. I have so much fun doing this show. Also, I've had the honor and privilege to talk to people like Dick Wagner, who you may or may not know, but hopefully you'll come to know as this particular theme is going on. Also, uh, my podcasting mentors, Michael Butler of the Rock and Roll Geek Show and Mark Striegel of Talking Metal. I've had the honor of talking to them and having them on my show to play their Desert Island lists. So this is my show and welcome to it if you're a first timer. All right, we got all that out of the way. Let me tell you what I'm doing here and why you should be listening. Now, speaking of Nola earlier on, uh, the light of my life, when she came on the show, we were going to go on the Kiss Cruise, which we did. and we, It was one of the greatest times of our lives. And if you go all the way back to shows 54 through 57, we basically went through all of the KISS studio albums and picked one of each of our favorite songs off of each KISS studio album. Too much KISS in it. It was. (laughs) But we love KISS around this house, and hopefully some of you out there do as well. I'm sure a decent amount of friends of the show are a pretty decent fan of KISS. Now, that being said, you do not... And I repeat, do not have to be a massive KISS fan to enjoy this series of shows. Now, why is that? Well, I'm taken from a theme that I did earlier. I had my friend, one of my best friends in the whole world, Logan, on the show. We did a show called The Song Title Remains the Same, episode number 67, where we basically took a famous song title and, you know, something like Ring of Fire, you know, everybody, when they hear Ring of Fire, they think of Johnny Cash. Well, as it turns out, there's also a Def Leppard song called Ring of Fire, and we played that on that episode. Fun stuff that we like to do. Now, what I've done here is I've taken the entire 
Kiss catalog of studio albums. And I've basically done the same thing. Breaking it down song by song. No covers. All original songs. They just happen to share song titles with Kiss throughout their entire catalog. Alright, simple enough. Here we go. Like I said, this is a 21-parter. We're going to get through the whole catalog at the same time, not compromising my show whatsoever theme-wise. Because the part of this stunt here, this isn't just stuff I'm playing for these particular specials. This is the kind of stuff I play all the time. You're going to be treated to a mass, mass variety of music here on the show. All styles and genres. I do not believe in separatism. It's one of my biggest pet peeves as a music fan. I'm the kind of guy that wishes he could go in the record store and it just be A to Z. And if you feel the same way, then you are definitely welcome here at Rock Strikes 10. Even if you don't feel that way, you know, maybe you'll learn a few things. All right, let's kick off the show here. Of course, starting with the debut Kiss album, self-titled, just called Kiss, came out in 1974. Got a few song titles to get through here. I'm going to start off with a block of songs called Nothing to Lose. Nothing to Lose was Kiss's first ever single that they released. So kicking off the show here, one of the first ever voices I heard in rock. I'm 35 years old. I was just really starting to pay attention to music about four or five years old, even though I remember music earlier than that. But some of my first favorites were happening around 1984. And one of the first voices in rock I ever heard was a guy named Stephen Piercy. And I'm still a fan to this day. Big fan of his band Rat. And even when he's gone solo, which he has done from time to time, he's always put out interesting and decent material. This is an example of that. His first post-rap band in the early 90s was called Arcade, which he started with Fred Curry, a drummer of Cinderella. And they put out a couple of records there together. And the first single that they put out under the name Arcade was this song. So here you go. This is Nothing to Lose on Rock Strikes 10.
Alright, kicking off the show here today, that was Arcade with Nothing to Lose. Like I said, that has Stephen Piercy of Rat and Fred Curry of Cinderella in the band there. Pretty good stuff, actually, if you go check it out. Now, the first two Arcade albums aren't really that widely available anymore, but you can find... I, I don't know, that, that might have been a re-recording I played for you, because I actually got that version off of one of the uh, releases, the digital-only releases that came out through like Deadline and Cleopatra, so... Maybe I just played you a remake. I don't know. But it sounds like the version I remember hearing back in 91. So uh, let me know. If, if I played you the re-recording, you let me know. But I got that off of the release called All Night Long, which has some other very good songs on it. So go check it out. Now also, speaking of bands that came out of another band, like Arcade, this next band I'm going to play also came from the same era, the Sunset Strip scene of the late 80s. They kind of came out of the band Guns N' Roses, actually, and they helped to start the band. A lot of the members did. Talking about L.A. Guns. Ironically, bass player Kelly Nichols, he actually had a band called Sweet Pain prior to L.A. Guns, which Sweet Pain, as a lot of you listening may know, is the name of a Kiss song. That's probably where they got it from, too. So, On their debut album, of course, just called L.A. Guns, or the eponymous debut album, as a lot of music nerds like to say, uh, they also have a song called Nothing to Lose. So here you go. This is L.A. Guns.
All right, there you go. That was L.A. Guns with Nothing to Lose from their debut album, which came out in 1988. Actually, I, I really like, especially the first three L.A. Guns records, I think they're really solid. I think they actually got better as they went on. That third album, Hollywood Vampires, that is a fantastic record. You should definitely check it out. That's my favorite album by them for sure. So, yeah, first three albums I definitely recommend. All right, you're like, hey, Joey, you played a couple of Sunset Strip bands. A lot of variety there. Okay, well, now I'm going to start challenging you here a little bit. Going all the way into this modern era, into this aughts, uh, 2006 to be exact, a band called the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. Definitely one of the better bands that came out of this modern era. Has a nice grasp of classic style, you know, classic punk. A little bit of new wave in there, whatever you, whatever that is. Yeah, and Karen O, is, she's a pretty cool front woman. Uh, definitely check her out. And I really like the Show Your Bones record, which was basically their follow-up to their massive success with fever to tell but there's some great stuff on that record and this song comes from a single release like an ep release that had some remixes of the gold lion song on there and they have a song that actually they it's credited as a demo but i think it sounds great as is here so here you go check it out this is the yeah yeah yeahs with let me know
right there you go that was the yeah yeah yeah's with let me know like i said that was a ep release from 2006 and it's shows like this that really give me a chance to find those odds and ends that i didn't pick up before so i love doing that kind of stuff you know i i probably preach about this a little too much but i i i think it's important you know i i legally buy all my stuff that i play for you here on the show or 99.999 percent of it if they're making it hard for me as if it's out of print then i might have to find other means but i definitely i'm a former record store guy i believe in the record store and still do so that's that's what i'm all about so and of course the song title let me know we're still sticking with the first kiss album here for inspiration moving on to the first song of side two on the kiss album well at least if uh, you got the second pressing of it uh, was a song that was originally a bobby rydell song that they covered at the behest of the label called kissin time and i found another song called kissin time of course once again not a cover there are zero kiss songs on this episode i stress once again so I'm going to play this song here called Kissin' Time from a veteran artist going all the way back to the 60s in, in Britain. But you also might recognize her as the voice on Metallica's The Memory Remains song, the guest vocalist on that. So Marion Faithful comes back and does a few records here. Uh, you know, kind of a little comeback here. And she got some help by some people such as Billy Corgan and also this band, one of my favorite British artists, of all time a band called blur and they duet with her on this song so for marianne faithful's album of the same name this is kissin time
All right, there you go. That was Marianne Faithful with some help from the band Blur. And that was Kissin' Time off the record of the same name. You're going to find a lot of other different guest stars on that record if you go track it down. Of course, Blur, I guess that Billy Corgan from earlier. Also, Dave Stewart, Beck, and Pulp also. A lot of talent on that record for sure. All right, we're sticking with the ladies of sort, uh, at least uh, as far as singing goes. A uh, band that I'm actually a really big fan of. Love the Swedes. The Swedes can almost do no wrong in my eyes. A uh, band I've liked for a long time, and I still like them to this day. Whenever they decide to get back together and put a few records out, it would be nice. A band called The Cardigans. Like I said, I'm a big fan of this band. And they put out a really cool song in 1998 on the soundtrack to the X-Files movie. So one of my favorite Kiss songs of all time also shares a title with this song. This is Deuce.
All right, there you go. That was the Cardigans from 1998 off the X-Files Fight the Future movie soundtrack. That was Deuce, of course, sharing the same name of the Kiss classic there. Like I said, I'm a big fan of the Cardigans. Even Metal Guys, you should take note that the Cardigans are big Black Sabbath fans. They've done their fair share of Sabbath covers where they take the song and make it their own for sure, like Sabbath Bloody Sabbath and Iron Man. There's versions of that out there on their studio albums. I even went got in that YouTube web. You know how we all do sometimes. We get caught on YouTube for like two or three hours uh, looking up some covers of theirs that they've also done. They did a, a cover of Changes, the Sabbath ballad, and sped it up. So it's always got to be a true cover with them. So respect. And I do have a theory about the Cardigans that the rest of the guys in the band, a lot of them are probably in the band Ghost. So that's a Rock Strikes 10 exclusive. I think I might be right about that, actually. But moving on here, going all the way back to the late 60s, mid to late 60s British Invasion. Here's a band you've probably never heard of, and I'm pretty sure about that because, not that I'm the be-all, end-all, but I've never heard of this band, and I've been listening to music for a long time, and especially this era. Here's a band called Catch-22, with a K, actually. <laughs> so, uh, And, you know, obviously they didn't really, quote-unquote, make it, but they were definitely around the scene at that time. A few television appearances, and they definitely put out a decent amount of singles and a record or so. And I found this song. You know, this is how I put the show together. I checked my library, which is pretty vast. I've got close to about 85,000 songs on it. But, of course, I use the iTunes quite a bit for, you know, research and try to find some additional song titles here and there that that share them with Kiss and this is definitely one of those instances but it turned me on to something cool like this so gotta love it so here you go I'm going to share this with you now this is Catch-22 with 100,000 years let us spend some time just contemplating more about it we can spend our lives anticipating self-dependent, I'll say, a life that's going away. Stop throwing our love away, then let's call it a day. Even if it takes a thousand years from now, we'll spend about a
example of a song that is also a kiss title that predates the kiss song you'll find a few of these as we go on with this series but that was a hundred thousand years by catch 22 from about 1968 i believe and who knows maybe that's where they got the song title they've never mentioned this band before in any interview that i've read but i know that especially gene and paul were huge british invasion fans so who knows maybe or it could be a coincidence all right, and now a band that rode in on the British invasion by way of Australia, the Brothers Gibb. Yes, the Bee Gees. Yes, I am a fan of the Bee Gees. All eras of the Bee Gees. It's actually one of my big regrets. I never got to see the Brothers live. Uh, now it's definitely impossible, which is very sad with the passing of Robin and Maurice. Uh, but yeah, we're finishing off the first Kiss album with the song titled Black Diamond. And lo and behold, I didn't even know this, but the Bee Gees do have a song called Black Diamond. So here you go, enjoy. far away I followed a river where the dead man would play
All right, there you go. That was the Bee Gees from 1969's record called Odessa, and that was Black Diamond. Like I said, finishing off the first Kiss album here. It's nice to play something like that here on the show, especially before this next track. All right. And now for something completely different. Yes, we can appreciate everything here in the realm of rock and Rock Strikes 10 Sunset Strip LA scene from the 80s. We got Swedish pop. Uh, we got British Invasion. Now it's time for some metal. You ready for some metal? All right, we're going to do a threefer of the song titled Parasite to close out the show. This part one of 21 and 21 consecutive days. Yes, strap yourselves in. And how for this song from 1989, uh, the band that's credited for really inventing the more extreme, uh, if you will, black metal This is Venom with Parasite.
All right, there you go. That was Venom with Parasite from 1989's Prime Evil record. That's about as heavy as it gets really on Rock Strikes, Tend to be honest with you. I'm not even a huge Venom fan. I, I definitely appreciate their importance for sure. My my personal taste tends to not really go heavier than like, you know, your Sepultors or your Slayers or Pantera. Uh, you know, I'm not even that big on, you know, like your Slipknots and stuff like that. I, I can, I always give them a shot and I do appreciate them, but yeah, yeah. That's just me personally. Uh, not that I won't play some of these bands sometimes on the show. But I have to legitimately like the song for me to play it. I do not compromise myself for the theme. I will figure it out and not play stuff that I wouldn't buy personally. So there's an example of that. All right, like I said, sticking with the song title Parasite. And uh, for those of you uh, not informed and not in the Kiss Army, we have moved on now to album number two, the Hotter Than Hell record. So that'll close out this show here today, and we'll pick up the Hotter Than Hell album on part two. Sticking with the metal, going all the way to California, and uh, the early thrash metal scene from San Francisco in the 80s. My good friend Michael Butler was a one-time member of this band, which also features current Slayer lead guitarist, who has uh, stepped in as the replacement for the late, great Jeff Hanneman, Gary Holt. Uh, But this band... Great on their own. Of course, I'm talking about Exodus. And this is a song from their 1987 sophomore album called Pleasures of the Flesh. Of course, this is Parasite.
All right, I hope you turned that one up loud enough. That was Parasite by Exodus from 1987's album called Pleasures of the Flesh. Uh, there's some good reissues out of that record, so go check it out. Especially if you're a fan of the big four and you haven't dug deeper into, you know, the the other guys, the guys that came up with them, you know, your Armored Saints, Exodus, Testament. There's some great stuff in there, guys, so go get it. I could go on and on. Uh, yes. All right, and this last song here, like I said, sticking with the song title Parasite one more time and closing off part one here. A band I actually got turned on to by Mark Striegel, who was nice enough to come on my show. I mentioned that earlier at the top of the show. Uh, He does a show called Talking Metal. Great show. One of my inspirations as a podcaster. And he turned me on to this band, this band called Mustache. Terrible name. I think it's an awful name, but... I think they play some really good rock and roll, so leave it to the Europeans once again. And here you go, closing off the show here. This is Mustache, with no E, by the way. This is Parasite. From their 2006 EP of the same name, that was Sweden's Mustache. We come back to the Swedes once again to close off the show as properly as possible. 
All right, there you go. That's part one in the bag. I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you KISS fans and non-KISS fans are along for the ride here. We can meet up, shake hands, exchange ideas, make this world a better place, and all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, and to you first-timers, thank you so much for tuning in, especially. Please go to cnjradio.com, home of this show, Rock Strikes 10, the flagship The Wrestling House Show, home of The Synaptic, featuring Randy Brown, a great show that, that I produce, but... Randy curates this entire show, and it's it's great. It's completely different from Rock Strikes 10, and you should definitely be checking it out. Also, the latest podcast from cnjradio.com called Last Theater on the Left, where myself and my CNJ Radio partner Chris get together and talk about movies. Uh, we've only recorded a few episodes, but I look forward to doing a whole lot more with that show. Uh, other than that, like I said, when you go to the Rock Strikes 10 page on cnjradio.com, there's links to the Facebook, the Twitter, which is all one word, Rock Strikes 10 spelled out, and the email, joey at cnjradio.com. Please send me an email. Let me know what you liked and what you didn't like on this particular episode or any of the other ones. Please join me tomorrow on part two. Let's keep this going. Until then, have fun. They're kissing and driving You two Baltimore Rocking and dancing Landing scene short A driver to Detroit They all know the score I saw my baby, oh my baby What are we waiting 